Welcome to the Eerie Force Podcast. We have a special bonus podcast for you. For the last several weeks, we've been sharing a series called Forgiveness, and we've been unlocking God's master key in our lives. We've been discovering how forgiveness unlocks God's power in our lives. Recently, Pastor Nicole held a special service called The Keys to Forgiveness. In it, she shared six practical steps on how to apply what we've learned in this series in our lives. We wanted to share that with you today. So here's Pastor Nicole and the keys to forgiveness. So together, we're going to work through um, six steps to freedom through forgiveness. And I really want you to focus um, in on this in a really personal way. Okay, it's going to be... maybe tempting or easy to think about how someone else should do this, you know, or that's the advice I should give my friend, or that's what I should tell someone to do. But really tonight is about you. Um, It's about doing the hard work, the important work. And remember when we do our part, God does his part. Okay. God's faithful to do his part. And I believe tonight as we work the process of forgiveness, um, we're going to encounter what we've been talking about all month. We're going to encounter healing We're going to encounter blessing. We're going to encounter peace. We're going to encounter freedom. In fact, um, I even just sense the Lord saying right now, like, don't underestimate what these next 15 or 20 minutes can do for your life. Like, don't underestimate what boulder is stuck that he's going to, you know, loose because you're willing to say, okay, for a few minutes right now, I'm going to sit with the Lord, be in the Lord and just walk through these steps. So don't underestimate those things. You know, one of the most important laws that God has shown us in his word, excuse me, is the law of sowing and reaping. Uh, Galatians 6, 7 says, God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. And so what that means is whatever seed we sow in our life, it will eventually produce a harvest of that seed. So if we sow unforgiveness, if we harbor unforgiveness, maybe not now, but eventually you will reap bitterness. And if we let bitterness grow and resentment grow and offense linger, then it will cause symptoms in our life. Now, some of those are physical symptoms. Some of those are emotional. I believe there's always spiritual symptoms of unforgiveness and bitterness in our hearts, always. Uh, But sometimes they manifest physically or emotionally. Uh, But if we don't want to grow this crop in our lives, then we have to stop sowing it. If we don't want to live in a prison of regret or the darkness of forgiveness, we have to do some uprooting, if you will. Okay, there's probably some seeds of unforgiveness in all of our hearts, and we have to uproot that seed that's already there. And as we do that, uh, the soil is ripe for a new seed, for, for hope and peace and blessing and more of the things of God and more of the Holy Spirit. And so we have to make room for it. Let's make room for it in your heart. So that's my intention these next few minutes. Uh, And I'm so grateful that you came tonight. Um, Pastor Quint said to me as I was coming up here, he said, you know, 80% of the work is done because you showed up tonight, okay? (laughs) Like like you are so, because you said to the Lord, yeah, I'm gonna go to a forgiveness service. God's already working in your heart or you wouldn't be in these seats, okay? So know that even if you feel kind of far from the process, he's already prompted you to be here. And so grab this um, piece of paper here and... If you have a, there's pens in the pews. Um, I am going to give you permission if you want to scoot down a little or if you want a little privacy. It might be a little awkward if the person you came with, you're about to write their name down on the paper. Okay, so you you just might want to give yourself a little bit of space or a little bit of room. This part is between you and the Lord. Uh, No one will see this paper unless you show it to them. Okay, Um, so that's kind of what we're going to do here. 
Um, so let me just uh, walk through these together. But in fact, first, let me stop and pray. Would you just pray with me? I uh, God, I thank you for this evening. I thank you, Lord, for each man and woman that came tonight that w- was willing to at least come and say, I'm going to check out this forgiveness thing. I'm going to hear the heart of God on it. And Lord, I pray you would honor them tonight, that you would honor their time, that you would um, honor their effort. God, that even uh, the, the one step that they're taking toward you, you come all the way. God, that's what you do. We take one step toward you and you run all the way to us. And so God, we are thankful that you're going to meet us here and we trust you in these next few minutes. And it's in your name I pray. Amen. All right, so here's the first step. And my hope is, too, you can maybe hang on to this and use it. Uh, Like I said on Sunday, if you were here, forgiveness is very much like laundry, wash, rinse, dry, repeat, wash, rinse, dry, repeat. Then you wear clothes and you got to do it again. You got to do it again, okay? And that's what forgiveness is like. So this tool, I'm praying, can be something you can keep in your tool of bag um, so that you can use it um, as you grow in your and walk with the Lord. But here's the first one, um, make a deliberate decision. We did talk about this quite a bit on Sunday, but forgiveness is both an event and a process, okay? It's a deliberate decision to forgive. And so right now, I just want you to think about the difficult situations in your life. Um, Think about maybe the current situations. You know, Don shared a lot about some past situations. Think about maybe the hardest time of your life, the hardest season of your life. And I want you to make a choice tonight. And that choice is to forgive without condition everyone involved in that situation. Now, I want to tell you, this is your decision and yours alone. No one else can do it for you. I can't tell you to do it and you have to listen to me, okay? This is your decision that you get to make right now. And and I also don't wanna pretend it's gonna be an easy decision. In fact, some of you came here for step one and that's about as far as you're gonna get tonight and that's okay. (laughs) At least you came to step one. But it's an event, it's a moment where you say, I'm gonna make the decision to start the forgiveness journey. I just want you to take a minute. I'm going to uh, let Pastor Andy just play a little bit for a minute. But if, if you're here tonight and you would say, yeah, I'm, I want to start this process. I want to forgive the people without condition involved in these difficult situations. I just want you to write down under number one the, word, the words, yes, Jesus, or I will, however you want to communicate that to the Lord. And, and just, just somehow physically make that decision and say, yeah, I do. I want to, I don't know how it's going to play out. I don't know. I don't know how I'm going to get to forgiveness with these situations, but I do want to. I'm just going to let you um, talk to the Lord about that for just a moment.
step two is make a list. Um, so maybe you've started already, but you can go ahead and work on making a list of people that you're hurt or offended by. Maybe you just want to write their initials or their first name or however you want to mark it. But I want to encourage you to think through your life um, in a systematic way. Maybe you want to start like Nikki did where she told you, told you from a very young age, you know, from beginning to now. Maybe you want to work backward and say, okay, right now these are the situations in my life and then I'm going to think through my 30s and my 20s and in my teenage years, but be systematic. There's going to be some people who pop out easily, but don't stop there. Ask the Lord if there are others that are like lingering, maybe something that you haven't thought about in a really long time. Um, but what I want, why I'm asking you to do that is because sometimes uh, we think we're past something and then we see them in target, right? <laughs> and we're like, oh, I guess I, I guess I still feel something about that. And so just uh, ask the Lord, um, ask the Lord to, to help you walk through your life in that way. Uh, a few other just quick comments about that. You might want to write down the particular reason you need to forgive them. Sometimes it's easy. You can identify it, a, a hard conversation, a um, abandonment, a heartbreak. Sometimes it's just a big old complex mess. Am I right? You just write next to that person, big mess. Okay. The Lord knows all about that big mess. But if there's a way that you can identify that, um, I want to encourage you that um, maybe you'll put someone on your list who has passed away. Uh, you can do that because remember we talked about on Sunday, you can let go of your offense, even if the other person isn't even able to anymore. Okay, you have you have the power to let go of that that unforgiveness. So don't hesitate from that. Uh, maybe it's a particular organization or denomination that hurt you. Mark shared on Sunday about a particular organization that he was really hurt by. That's okay. You can write down a group of people, um, a leader, you know, a group of leaders that you feel offended by. And then lastly, don't forget to write down your own name if that's applicable. Uh, Many of us struggle with the consequences of our own mistakes, of things we've done. And maybe you're beating yourself up about um, things you've, maybe mistakes you made or things you wish you would have done different. Um, so go ahead and kind of make that list. I'll give you about two or three minutes here and um, you can write some of those things down.
go on to number three, but if you're still working on two, that's okay. Uh, the third step is to offer um, specific forgiveness. So let me unpack this a little bit. As you go through this list here in a minute, first, I want you to know that acknowledging that these people hurt you and sinned against you is healthy. Okay? Jesus is not asking you to deny or downplay your pain or your hurt. He, he's not saying, hey, look the other way. That is not what he's saying. It is real. And if you are hurt, Jesus is hurt with you and for you. If you're hurt, Jesus is hurt too because he loves you. He, he's with you. He's for you. And in a moment, as you pray through this list, I want you um, to, to make it a habit to tell the Lord the consequence of the person's sin in your life. You know, here's the thing. God already knows, okay? God already knows the consequence of it. But uh, as part of your healing, you need to say it. So for example, you might say, Jesus, uh, my sister has made me feel small and insecure for a really long time because she is critical all the time. And I believe things about myself that are not true because of her hurtful words. Acknowledge the consequences of the sin to the Lord because God knows those things have hurt you. He is not trying to say, hey, get over it. That's not God's message here. Jesus is saying, listen, I want you to, acknowledge, to tell me. And then Jesus is going to look at you and go, oh, I, man, I, am, I hurt with you. I know you deal with those critical comments and I don't want you to. But then after you do that, pray over each name, something like this. I, I put it on the paper there. We're going to put it on the screen. But something like this. I now choose, remember we've talked about a deliberate decision, to forgive my sister. I use that example because I don't have a sister. Okay, I just want you to know. Because uh, I kept writing down examples and thinking everyone's going to think I'm mad at them if I say um, I now choose to forgive my sister for the hurt, whatever it is, say, for being critical to me. And I release that, my sister, into the freedom of forgiveness. And I will not hold these things against my sister anymore. Now, by doing this, you are breaking the cycle of sin and you're bringing freedom to your life. This is not you letting anyone off the hook or allowing them to get away with that without consequence. This is you trusting in a God that is just. Remember, we talked about this. Uh, if I, God, I'm going to let you fix it because if I fix it, I'm going to get in trouble, right? Like if I fix it, I'm going to mess my life up. And so this is you saying, God, I trust you with a God of justice. This person hurt me legitimately, but I'm no longer going to hold them accountable for that. I'm going to ask that you do. I'm going to ask you to fix it. I'm going to ask you to do something miraculous in it. Does that make sense? All right. So for this one, go ahead, take the names of the people on number two and begin to pray through with kind of using that prayer, um, acknowledging the hurt that you faced with the person. And I'm just going to give you a few minutes to do that. You can do that in your head or, or out loud if you're kind of by yourself. And um, like I said, if you need to come back to do this later tonight, or some of you have two people on your list, some of you have 22, some of you have 222. So, I, you know, we're going to kind of walk through it and then you take your time to do it as you can as we go forward. So go ahead and begin at least with maybe the top three people on your list to offer specific forgiveness to them.
Step four is to ask God now to set you free. Okay, this step allows you to drop your rope, drop your offense. That no matter what happens next, no matter how the person responds to you in the future, no matter if you leave here tonight, stop at Walmart, see the person you just forgave, and they blow you off. Listen, there is a real thing called the devil, and that's probably going to happen, okay? You are free from bitterness and unforgiveness. Like That's what you are going to be. You're not going to pick that rope up anymore. And so ask God to set you free. Pray something like this. Thank you, Lord, for helping me forgive the names of the people. I ask now that you you set me free from every ungodly influence, hurt, pain, or fear that has kept in my life. Cut the ropes that have held me tightly to the pain of the past. And after you pray that, I just want you to kind of like take a deep breath Sit back in your seat a little deeper, like drop your shoulders. Listen, here's the thing. Physically, you may even start to feel it in your body. Like you're free, like the burden is lifted. Your feet are a little lighter. So pray that prayer and then and then, kind of physically change your posture to feel that weight coming off your shoulders. Go ahead and do that now. think this is important is to just have a moment to ask for forgiveness for blaming God. You know, I think sometimes in situations we erroneously find fault in God. Like we ask him questions like, why didn't you stop that? Why didn't you change that person? Why did things end up this way? You know, I think often we say to him, I prayed, I asked you, you didn't do it. I asked you to change that person and they're still doing this to me or I pray that you take away my anger and it's still happening. And I think it's hard to admit sometimes, but we sometimes and often blame God for things in our life. Like, like God, you could have taken care of this and you didn't. And I want to remind you tonight that God is always good. He is always right. He is always fighting for you, no matter how you feel, no matter what you see around you. And we need to make sure our hearts are soft and surrendered to him. And so I just wrote out a prayer there, um, number five, uh, just something simple like this. You don't have to pray this exact one, but something like this. I'm sorry, God, for blaming you for the difficult things that have happened in my life. I know you have my best interest in mind all the time. I know you're good and faithful and strong and holy, and I love you and help me surrender my heart to you. So we just take a minute and pray something like that to the Lord. Uh, Even if you can't recall a time you blamed God, I think it's important to keep our hearts clear of that. Um, So just take a moment.
You know, Jesus promised to make all things new in 2 Corinthians 5, and he says, when you forgive, he'll make your heart new. The old will be gone, the new will come. You will start to operate in the blessing of forgiveness. So let me tell you uh, tonight, you can expect more peace. You can expect more blessing. You can expect more joy. You can expect more hope in your life. In fact, don't expect tomorrow to be the same as today, okay? Don't expect next week to be the same as the last week because if you're walking in the way of forgiveness, Jesus does all things good and new. And so the fact that you will sit with the Lord and make a deliberate decision and offer specific forgiveness, I want you to expect a miracle. Expect that healing that you've been praying for. Expect that blessing. Expect that hope and that joy to return to those parts of your life. This is what God says will happen. It is the key to those things. This isn't um, just motions we're going through. There's a miracle coming. It's an expectation of it. And so I want you to look for it. Will you look for the miracle? Like, will you look for the changes and then tell somebody about it? Tell about the goodness of God and that when you choose to forgive, God did something in your life and did something in your family and did something with your past. So here's what we're going to do to end today. It's our activation. On Sunday, we talked about how unforgiveness is like when we hold on to a heavy rope to everyone that offends us. And I had uh, Mark stand in the middle and, and three people held ropes. And, and, and it was like we get tied up. As we become more and more offended, we end up being trapped. We end up not feeling free. And we will never be set free until we forgive, until we release the offender, until we let go of the rope. We won't experience the freedom that we have in Jesus. And in order to have freedom, we have to make the deliberate decision to forgive. And we talked about how the other person may not even move from their position. That other person may stay mad at you for another decade. I hope they don't, but you can't control that. All you can control is your end of the rope. You can untangle yourself from the pain of unforgiveness. Forgiveness always helps us because it sets us free from fear and guilt. It sets us free from anger and bitterness so that we can get on with the, the life that God has for us. Forgiveness is the key to freedom. So Allison's going to come back up and we're going to sing um, this final song tonight. And I'm also going to ask if you're here to pray, uh, if you would come up and just kind of uh, make yourself available across the altar. And if everyone would stand, um, there's a team here to pray for you. Some of you, uh, you want to cement your decision tonight. Uh, you just need prayer for your heart to heal maybe from the pain of your past. Um, you can take your time. You can pray with that prayer team. Come on up, prayer team, if you're here. Um, maybe you don't want to pray with someone tonight. That's okay, too. But we do have some people ready to pray with you. If you just need prayer to say, I really need courage to forgive this person, or I'm really having a hard time doing it, or I need some freedom in that. Also, um, we created these... Uh, frames with ropes on them. You can see, uh, actually, Pastor Grant, will you go stand by that one? And Daniel, do you mind standing by this one over here for me? Um, these are sort of our activation uh, moments. So we've been talking about ropes as if they're like offenses toward one another. And so I want, when you're ready, uh, to come up. We have some scissors. And uh, if you take them from Daniel or Quint and, and just literally, I want you to cut a rope. <laughs> Just cut a rope as a symbol 
of you letting go of your offense. Now, it can represent one person, it can re represent many people, it can represent a, a denomination or an a, a organization or a church or somebody that hurt you. You're, you're never going to tell anybody what it is unless you want to. Okay, we're not going to ask you. That's between you and the Lord. But this is just a physical representation of all the heart work that you've done this month with forgiveness. And maybe you, you have forgiven someone and you want to come up here and say, here's my victory cut. <laughs> I did it. Like Dawn's going to come up and cut one because she worked through it. And there's victory in that. And she never wants to hold that rope of offense again. But this is what we're going to do just as like an activation, a, a representation physically of what's happening inside of our hearts. Um, and we're just going to have a little bit of time here to worship and just activate that. And so um, let's do that now. Um, Allison's going to go ahead. Allison and you are going to lead us in this song. And if you need prayer, you can come get prayer. If you just want to cut the rope, go to Daniel or Quint, and then we'll end here in just a moment. All right?
Thank you for listening to our special bonus podcast. As always, we would love it if you would rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast. You can follow Erie First on Facebook or Instagram, or visit eriefirst.org for all our latest news, announcements, and information. Thanks again for joining us. We'll see you next time.